Good morning. It is Wednesday, November 1st, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Can you believe it is already November 1st? Man, this time this year is just flying by. We started this podcast back up way back in August. It seems like yesterday. That was three months ago. I can't believe it. Well, here we are, November 1st. We're still chugging through this first chapter of John. And as we'll see today, this really is a legendary first chapter of Scripture, right up there with Romans 1 and Genesis 1. And I mean, there's, I guess, a couple other ones. But still, this is a legendary introduction to a book. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is John chapter 1, verses 9 through 13. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet, the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Let me pray for us. Father, as we come now on this Wednesday to this passage, oh Lord, there is so much packed into these just tiny group of verses. Father, we're so thankful for the careful, careful hand that John used to write these words to us thousands of years later. Lord, we believe that your word is living and active that it's sharper than any two-edged sword. So, Lord, let this word cut us to our hearts so that we may see you in a way we have never seen you before. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. All right, my friends. Well, like I keep saying, I really do think that chapter 1 of John is just one of these legendary passages of Scripture. On Monday's podcast, we had just been introduced to John the Baptist, And verse 8 says, He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. Then he transitions into our passage today by saying, The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. And I want us to just kind of hone in on this phrase, which gives light to everyone. Jesus Christ, as we will see, is this true light, the second person of the Trinity, the divine Logos, the Word. John says he gives light to everyone. And if you've only read this far, you might be thinking to yourself, wow, Jesus Christ came into the world to save everyone, to give light to everyone. But then in verse 10, John, the apostle John, begins to draw a distinction. He says in verse 10, Jesus was in the world and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. Verse 11 It gets even sadder. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. Now, John is writing in a context where other gospels have already been going out throughout the land. So, it's safe to assume that John would probably think his readers knew the story of Jesus, that he knew he was going to be writing about Jesus Christ. And so even as those first century readers are reading this, this gospel from the Apostle John, even in their minds, they're saying, yeah, they, they didn't receive him. 
They crucified him. And then John says something so beautiful in verses 12 and 13. I recite these verses probably three or four times a month to either my students or my friends as encouragement. He says this, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. That's the first piece of good news. But verse 13, he gets even more specific. Who were born not of blood. So you didn't believe in his name because you were born into it. Like, for example, the promise of the Jews being passed down through blood and heritage. No, 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 no. All who received him who believed in his name did it because they weren't of the same blood has nothing to do with your race or your genetic hereditary patterns, anything like that. Second, he says, who are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. It is not because of your will that you believed in his name. John can't be more clear than that. It's not because of your bloodline. It's not because of the will of your flesh, nor... Is it the will of man? I cannot coerce you into becoming a child of God. I cannot pressure you. I cannot force you into believing his name. No. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God who were born, skip a couple commas, of God. My friends, I am a Baptist. It's hard for me to hide my theology sometimes when we're doing these devotions. And I know that our my audience, you, you guys might have different theological positions on things. But to me, this text is so clear. The belief in Christ is a gift of God. John makes it so apparent in these two verses, verses 12 and 13. I personally cannot read them any other way. Maybe you land in a different direction, but oh my goodness, the hope that is received in these verses, that this is a gift of God, the true light, which gives light to everyone, was rejected by the world, and yet to those who believed him, who called on his name, he gave the right to become children of God. My friends, we could go in a million different applications today. But for me, it's just hope that at the end of the day, when I have sinned over and over again, and I'm in a season of being downcast, and my soul is crying out, am I really his? It has nothing to do with the will of the flesh. It has nothing to do with my bloodline. Nobody forced me into it, but that I was born of God and received him, and called on his name. To me, he has given the right to be a child of God. What hope, what light in the darkness. Let me close this in prayer. Our Father in heaven, as we go this Wednesday, Lord, whether or not the listener of this episode agrees with this specific theological position or not, Father, help us to be good Bible readers. Help us, help me to look at the words of this passage and wrestle with them. Father, your word is meant to be understood by the power of your Holy Spirit 
light up these words in front of us today. Help us to wrestle with them. Help us, if necessary, to bang our heads against this text and see what it means. Father, you have called your church to yourself. It's so obvious. That's what we believe the elect, the chosen are, the ones that you have gathered by your Spirit, the ones that Jesus Christ came to die for. But Father, as we look at verses 9 through 13, help us to understand a little bit more about how that happens. Lord, in any case, we are so thankful that the true light came into the world and that there are some who did receive him and that you are their dear father and that we are your dear children. We pray these things in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Friday.